0: Can the Aggies get good enough quarterback play to contend in 2022? All that and more on this episode of the Locked On Aggies podcast. You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Aggies podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I am your host, Joey Ikes. Thank you for making Locked On Aggies your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. The only question that matters for 2022 for Texas A&M. It's very simple, and it's how we opened up the show. Can they get good enough quarterback play in 2022 to compete at the highest levels in the sec and in the in the national picture and the root of that question comes from the fact that it's it's real simple they don't have a starting quarterback right now and in 2021 let's read off some numbers for the for the aggies offense and these rankings are just within the sec the 14 teams of the sec so in terms of offensive scoring they were eighth In the SEC in 2021 with 29.3 points per game. In terms of passing yards per game, they were 12th at 208.6 yards per game. In passing touchdowns, they were 11th at 1.6 passing touchdowns per game. In terms of completion percentage for the season, they were 13th with a whopping 56.4% completion percentage. And frankly, those numbers just aren't good enough to get it done. And that's obvious now as we look back because they were a really good team in all other phases of the game, and they didn't finish very well in the season. They they didn't match the expectations that came, and some of that's outside of their control. Haynes King, the starter going into the season, gets hurt. Zach Calzada comes in. Uh, plays admirably at times. Finished off the season, you know, the last few games relatively well, but had some rough spots. Had some really bad games, and this is why this question matters. On the A and M schedule, Bryce Young, Alabama, the Heisman Trophy winner, almost fifty touchdowns, almost five thousand yards in twenty twenty one. Will Rogers, excuse me, Mississippi State. Over forty-seven hundred yards and thirty-six touchdowns. KJ Jefferson from Arkansas, dual-threat guy, twenty-one touchdowns, four interceptions, another six touchdowns uh, as a rusher, and then Spencer Rattler, transfers to Southern to South Carolina, excuse me, uh, in twenty twenty-one in the preseason, he was almost universally the Heisman favorite the number one pick in the draft favorite for the nfl going into the season last year didn't have the season he hoped for at at oklahoma but wound up transferring to south carolina a&m's got to face him this year then in the in the we'll call it the preseason the sec preseason that is in the in the out of conference schedule uh, they faced tyler van dyke at miami who finished the last last year with six consecutive games of 300 yards and three touchdowns. And while that is a murderer's row almost, you could say of college football quarterbacks that they have to run through in 2022, that's why Phil Steele has them in his toughest schedules for the season, uh, all of those sorts of things. that leaves us with the question of what A&M has a quarterback. And we all know the names by now. Max Johnson's the veteran. Haynes King is sort of the incumbent without a full season's worth of um, worth of playing time or reps. Um, and then there's Connor Wigman, who's the sort of the quarterback of the future, but we don't know when the future is going to be. Um, and So what Jimbo Fisher has to decide is he has to decide which quarterback gives them the best chance of competing as a full roster. And maybe he feels like his best bet play can play a little bit more conservative play with Max Johnson. He had, I want to say 27 touchdowns and six interceptions last year. So he's a guy that's not going to turn the ball over a lot. Also not going to take a ton of chances, pretty low yards per attempt as a result. Um, Is that something that is enticing to Jimbo? Obviously, a guy like Max Johnson, with as many reps as he has, probably isn't transferring from LSU to A&M if he doesn't feel like he has a legitimate chance and isn't being told he has a legitimate chance of being the starter. So we've got to assume that that's been sort of the message that's come from Jimbo, is that he at least has a very good shot to compete. Haynes King, we know the story, incumbent or declared the starter coming out of camp last year, starts the first game, looks like a first-time starter, starts the second game, and in his first couple of pass attempts, gets hurt, misses the rest of the season. If Haynes King started last year and played all through the year and played well, the conversation around this A&M team is completely different. And that's why I keep saying this question, this quarterback question, it's the only question that really matters for AM. and um, Connor Wigman, of course, is the wild card. He's the freshman. He's the super high upside guy. If he shows that he's ready in camp, will Jimbo trust him? going into the year, and get him the reps in the out-of-conference games to have him ready for SEC play. We will have to wait and see. In the meantime, i got to tell you guys about Built Bar. The people who invented healthy and tasty bring the latest gift to your taste buds. That's right. You've probably tried the amazing coconut brownie chunk Built Bar, and guess what? Our friends at Built have given us now – the Coconut Brownie Chunk Puff. That's right. The Built bar fla- the Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar flavor you love and a deliciously chewy marshmallow covered in 100% pure chocolate. It's like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness. They are good for you, low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and delicious. Coconut Brownie Chunk Puffs are only here for a limited time, so go to Built.com right now. To make sure you don't miss out they're going fast because they taste amazing they're made with collagen protein which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides you with a ton of health benefits eat something that tastes good and is good for you and of course you can enjoy them guilt-free because they're good for you and they taste delicious they're the perfect treat when you've got a craving and need to satisfy that sweet tooth delicious coconut rich sweet brownie creamy marshmallow Stop fantasizing. Get to Built.com right now to order your box of Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Puffs. That's right, Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Puffs. Built.com promo code is LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's right, LOCKED15 is the promo code at Built.com. We have to talk, unfortunately, about Anaya Smith on wednesday morning technically somewhere in the neighborhood of two o'clock in the morning uh, texas a m police pulled Anaya smith over for according to the police reports swerving in and out of his lanes Um, that was their reasonable cause to pull him over they gave him a field sobriety test which he was unable to pass he did consent to a breathalyzer which twice tested under the legal limit. Um, I believe they were in the 0. 0.6, 0. 0.65 range for those of you who are detail oriented and the legal limit in Texas, if you're not familiar is 0. 0.8. Uh, so he was below the legal limit, but while he was conducting the field sobriety tests and the breathalyzers, another officer was searching his vehicle. Um, and in that search, they found uh, some marijuana, um, under two ounces of marijuana is the the charge that was given. And they found a loaded weapon in the center console, um, which in Texas, when combined with the uh, intoxication charge or the driving while intoxicated, being under the influence, essentially, when combined with being under the influence, is a misdemeanor crime. So he was arrested by AM police um as of this morning he had not been uh he had not been released on bond yet i'm sure he has by now um it's a super unfortunate situation a for anias to have to go through this um but b just because it's you know these guys are young guys this is the reminder that we have to that we have to keep in our minds pretty much all the time when it comes to these college football players and these college football stars um especially guys like anais who in the context of the AM football team is a veteran he's got tons of reps he's been around a long time but you think about it he's 21 22 years old as one of the veterans on the team um he's still extremely young i know some of the decisions that i made you know in my late teens early 20s um, and I know, you know a lot of you guys probably have the same thing. A lot of the decisions that we make in those years of our lives are not the best decisions that we can possibly make. Um, so I just hope for Anais that this is a um, a one-off as it um, appears to be based on the reputation that he carries around College Station at least um, and hope that, uh, that he's able to work through the legalities of this. He has, um, in addition to the arrest, been suspended by the athletic department um, in accordance with their policy that any sort of um, any sort of arrest like this will result in a suspension of some type from um, from the football program. Uh, hopefully they're able to sort of get it resolved so that he can participate in camp that's coming up so he can get those reps and, and, and be involved with the team from that standpoint. Um, from a football standpoint, you know, you hate to you know make this about football because it's not really. But. We're here to talk about a And football, so to t- it comes down to, you know, they signed one of the best recruiting classes ever in 2022. It featured two extremely high level, five star level uh, wide receivers, Evan Stewart and Chris Marshall. Evan Stewart was basically the guy getting all of the reps opposite of Anaya Smith in spring ball, anyway. So he was likely to be featured in the offense as it is. Uh, this probably bumps Chris Marshall up a little bit. In addition, you have Moose Muhammad III, Chase Lane, Hezekiah Jones, those types of guys who what is asked of them, and, and even you know a guy like Devin A. Chain, who was going to be the starting running back anyway, um, some of those touches that may have come out of the backfield as gadget-type plays to Anaya Smith now probably go – to Devon a chain. So all of these guys for at least a period of the season, um, whether it's just for part of camp or for a game or two in the preseason or not the preseason and the non-conference or for, you know, a month, even whatever the, the suspension winds up being, once all of this stuff gets resolved uh, it's going to be good opportunities for these young players. Um, and then hopefully Anias, you know, takes away the lesson that it's important for him to take away and is able to sort of move forward in his life and in his football career without this hanging over his head too much. He will absolutely have to answer questions about this nine months from now in the lead-up to the draft, but hopefully, at least for his final season at A&M, he's able to move forward and be a contributor to the team like we were hoping for him to be. Um, we'll talk about one way he was supposed to contribute um, after I tell you guys about this special edition that we have going on, which NFL stars move the betting line the most. Starting July 18th, earlier this week, Locked On is giving you the 50 most valuable players in the NFL from the oddsmakers at Online. Nobody knows the NFL. Nobody knows who most valuable is in the NFL like the oddsmakers do. Our friends at Bet Online are helping us put together this list. It's a great list so far. It is available now on Locked On NFL, wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, that's Locked On NFL, um, the 50 most valuable players in the NFL. Let's talk about SEC Media Days, big, huge event that's been going on this week. a ms scheduled time at the podium, their time to take center stage is Thursday. So... Um, Jimbo Fisher, head coach, of course, will be a part of the festivities. As will um, leaders from the team. Each team gets to take three players, or up to three players, um, included in that will be Damani Richardson, um, Big L, Layden Robinson, and it was supposed to be Anaya Smith. So, because he's suspended from the football program as of this recording, um, he will not be taking part in the uh, in the the festivities at SEC Media Days in Atlanta. At the College Football Hall of Fame, um, it, we don't know yet if they're going to take a replacement, who that replacement might be, or if they'll just take Damani and Laden and Jimbo and go from there. Um, I'm sure you know. We all know what the hot topics are going to be in these conversations. It's been this way all week. No matter who it's talked about, it's realignment. What's going on with the Pac-12, with the Big 12, the Big Ten, and then the SEC? We've heard the message from. The commissioner of the SEC, we've heard the message from the other coaches of the SEC. They believe that the SEC is, as it stands now, the pinnacle of college football and is in really no threat of losing that title. And they are compounding that and doubling down on that with the additions of Texas and Oklahoma to just true blue blood football programs coming in to raise the teams, their level up to 16 teams in the SEC, um, I'm sure you'll hear a similar message from Jimbo Fisher about how this is the conference players wanna play in, this is the conference coaches wanna coach in, and until and all of the other conferences are essentially attempting to catch up to what the SEC has been able to do. Um, another topic that's gonna come up, we know NIL is gonna come up, it's come up with everybody across the, the, the conference so far at Media Days. We know Jimbo's been involved in some historical conversations about that. I'm sure he will be asked about his his take on the topic, uh, and I'm sure he will have some uh, some interesting thoughts there. Um, and then we know we heard him talk this past weekend to the Texas High School Coaches Association about expanding the college football playoff. And now he believes that 12 to 16 teams is an ideal level, how it's good for college football. Because instead of having five, six, seven teams in the running for the playoffs at the end of the year, you now have 20, 25, maybe even 30 teams that really have something to play for in the last few weeks of the season instead of all being knocked out already. And the excitement that that would create in the month of November and leading through uh, through the season. Um, he also thinks, you know, it all comes back to money, as Jimbo has said, and that he doesn't think it will happen until after the TV contracts renew. I'm sure we'll, we'll, we will hear a similar message to that um from Jimbo. And then there's all there's going to be conversation about um uh, about m versus Alabama, the rivalry that's sort of developing there, the off-the-field conversations that have taken place, his rivalry or feud with uh with Nick Saban. Um we heard Will Anderson from uh from Alabama Say that you know when it gets to October eighth, they'll they'll handle they'll handle their business then, which I'm sure is what they're being told to say from Nick Saban. Um, uh, uh, and I've also you know I hope that Will Anderson remembers the, the name uh, Ruben Fathery, who he was introduced to uh, this past fall, who uh, sent him to his room and grounded him for three hours, basically. But um, there's especially the players are going to be asked about that situation um, because. This is going to be the first time those guys are in front of a microphone since that happened, whereas Jimbo's, you know, had plenty of opportunities. Uh, Damani and Layden, I'm sure, will we'll hear those questions, and it will be very interesting to see what message Jimbo has given them, or if he has given them a message in terms of ha- how to address it. I'm sure they will they will say something about how excited they are for the season and how they can't wait to uh, to get to Tuscaloosa on October the 8th. All right, guys. Thanks so much for joining me today. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Joey Ikes. You can read my writing about all things Texas A&M over at Today.com. You can follow the show at Locked On Aggies. And please, please, please subscribe to the show on your podcast platform of choice. And definitely check out our YouTube channel if you're listening to this on the audio side. That is Locked On Aggies as well. Like, comment, share, subscribe hit the little notification bell, rate and review us on the podcast platforms. Please do all of those things for us. We're going to try to grow this channel as we get closer to the football season. And as we move through the year, we're going to cover everything AM for you. Um, and, and once we've covered AM, you can get more on the SEC um, by listening to uh, Locked On SEC. Make that your second listen. Every day, host Chris Gordy and the experts of Locked On take you across the SEC in 30 minutes. Chris does a great job going around the conference, keeping you up to date on all the recruiting news. He, he He's a great host, does a great job with that show. Make Locked On SEC your second listen every day. That's Locked On SEC. Thanks so much, guys. This is Locked On Aggies.